2: Hello and welcome to episode nine hundred and three of the Veasan Market Insights podcast. I'm your host Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday! The end of the week is here. We got another big football weekend ahead of us, guys. As the weekend kicks off tomorrow, and we have a ton to get to today. I have a four pack of sweats for you. A couple MLB games tonight. A couple college football games tonight. And then we're going to unveil our official, or at least my official, card for this weekend. I have six, count them, six college football bets here that I'll be sweating this weekend. A lot of them we talked about yesterday, but I added a couple more, including one really sharp dog reverse line move, and then also a really sharp dog to fave line move. And then finishing up our card in the NFL, a six-pack as well. I'll go over all of them. We talked a lot, I think five of them yesterday. Hopefully you listened, because a lot of these are moving off of key numbers and hooks. So I'll update you on that. And then also I'm adding one more uh, really sharp Fade the Trendy Dog play here, uh, play here in the NFL. And then you guys know what else is going on tomorrow, right? A little bit of biting in the arena. I have a huge Fade the Trendy Dog, super sharp, so sharp, so and I cut my finger on my uh, on my phone when I was putting this one in my app. Uh, but I got a bet for you in the UFC for tomorrow. So a lot to get to today, guys. Four pack of sweats tonight. Uh, what, what is that? Six and six, 12, 13. Sweats here for this weekend. Uh, And looking back toward yesterday, got another winner here in the NFL. It's been a great start to the NFL season, guys. This one, of course, was a a very important test case in shopping for the best number and being able to jump on a number in a hook before it moves. So, obviously, we're looking at Minnesota with the points there yesterday. That was a sharp bet going from plus 7.5 all the way down, closing at around 6. I saw one book even close at 5.5. So it was pretty clear around the sharp side with Minnesota, you know, Philly had a bunch of injuries. Minnesota was only getting around 35% of bets, but they matched a ton of betting systems, road dogs, primetime dogs, all those angles that we look toward. Uh, but here's the thing. It was all about the number that you got, because if you got a late plus six, you pushed that game. Again, the Philadelphia Eagles ended up winning by six. Another test case of how good the odds makers are when they set these numbers. Uh, if you somehow got a late five and a half, obviously that was a, a brutal hit. Although. Uh, I could I I kind of saw some of these books close five and a half, although mostly they close at six. But the whole point being is that if it was a six, you pushed. But here's the important thing: we talked about jumping on the hook and being able to shop for the best number. I can't stress the importance of this too much uh, or enough. I should say, having access to multiple books, multiple outs, and that is a perfect example of how a hook can be the difference between a win and a push. You can even see differences between a win and a loss by uh, based upon the number that you get. So whole point being there was on the pod. We jumped on the hook. It was so crucial because Minnesota ended up losing by six. Uh, had a great backdoor cover there. And you know what? I really hate that rule where uh, you fumble into the end zone, it's a touchback, and it goes the other way. Um, that one was a brutal one because uh, actually it was brutal if anyone had the plus three and a half there, I think, on the what was it the first half line or whatever it was. Uh, but tough there with Justin Jefferson probably looking to score a touchdown and then fumbles it at the end zone and a bunch of mistakes there. But whole point being – having multiple outs, shopping for the best number. You got the hook like you did on the pod, jumping on the morning bets number or the market insights number. You got another big winner there with Minnesota. Now here's one thing that I look at when I look at my systems. Officially as, as my systems um, are tracked, that will be graded as a push because the official consensus closing number was Philly minus six. So even though that would be a primetime dog push, you guys know in reality that was a primetime winner for us with the hook on Minnesota. So again, I think a lot of people, and I don't blame you, uh, maybe you bet through one sports book, maybe you you know, it's a tedious process to sign up and go through all the information and fill out the info. Uh, and you're like, eh, I got a busy life. I don't want to do it. Well, last night's the example of, Hey, now you better do it moving forward, have access to better numbers, get the hook when you need it. Again, you won on the six and a half on the pod you would have pushed if you just got a six there. Uh, I'm also glad we didn't play the under, you know, it was almost like a blind, you know, play the under cause it was a prime time under, But there was an inkling of of smart money going over there yesterday, 48 up to 49. It was a no bet for me because, again, it's just hard to bet primetime overs. They've done so well to the under. uh, But I'm glad we laid off and didn't just, you know, blindly play that under because there was an indication of a lot of money going over. So a great hit there, plus 6.5 with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, overall last night, 1-2, and got our big Vikings hit, couldn't get Baltimore. They just couldn't get anything going offensively against Tampa. Then the one that was frustrating was the Navy under that thing went all over the place because I got a bad under 46 and a half. It got all the way up to 48 and then it came back down to 47 or 46 and a half. So uh, I feel like we were probably on the right side there uh, be just based upon how it went up and came back down pretty much to the, our triggering number, uh, but landed at what uh, 52. So it came up a little bit short there or a little too many points. I should say uh, on that under. So overall one and two night minus 1.1 units, uh, but it's always great to see NFL, which, Again, is the most important sport right now uh, that we're focusing on. Great to see another winner there with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, with that being said, guys, before we dive into all of our sweats for today and this upcoming weekend, a little bit of housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Very simple, very easy. But once you do, you'll be glad you, you have signed up here because every morning moving forward, you're going to get an email from us letting you know The menu on the sports betting uh, calendar that day, all the big games on tap, as well as links to all of our articles, promos for legal sports books, as well as links to all of our podcasts. I also like uh, our pro tips and picks spot where they're going to list a few plays from wise guys in the VEASAN world. And then also uh, you're going to get a lot of people have been asking about this. um, The Circa Friday Invitational, Uh, you're going to get a list of all the picks made by all the contestants. So you can kind of compare and contrast what you're on versus what the wise guys are on. And that'll be listed in the newsletter. Uh, every single day here, and a lot of these come out on Friday for the upcoming weekend. So sign up. A lot of great content. It costs you nothing. com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, how about you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber? I had someone reach out today about the annual membership, uh, which was great to see. And again, if you like VEASAN, if you're betting on sports, if you're listening to my my voice right now, it means that you care about sports betting, you want to get better, and you're putting in the work to be the best sports better you can be. Uh, and with that being said, you know sports betting is a 24/7, 365 endeavor here, and the best way to save money is to get a Veasan uh, annual membership. It costs 240 bucks. I know that's a lot of money, but you bite the bullet, pay the whole amount up front, and then I think you'll be glad you did because it's going to cover you the full year, and it's going to come to the equivalent of only 20 bucks a month. So that's Veasan.com/slash subscribe. You'll get all the best bet picks, a live stream of all the Veasan shows, all the articles behind the p- behind the paywall the DraftKings percentages, all the betting guides as well. So you can sign up vison.com slash subscribe. And then lastly, get on Twitter. Make sure you follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights, but Twitter is a great resource for sports bettors, breaking news, breaking injuries, creating a gambling community, being able to direct message and communicate with other bettors, uh, all great ver- uh, great aspects here of being on Twitter. So again, at VEASAN Live, at Josh underscore insights. And you can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at so that being said, let's dive right in, guys. we got a lot to get to. I want to start the first half of the pod uh, looking at our plays here for tonight. And then I'm going to look at all of our plays upcoming here for this weekend. So let's start off with a little bit of college football here. Two uh, or actually three games overall tonight. Didn't see much on the Virginia-Maryland game. It's a big spread there for Maryland. They're favored by 14 now for 15. But I focused on uh, these other two games that really caught my eye. So let's start with Army and UTSA. Now, this one reminds me a lot of the game yesterday uh, between Navy and Memphis. And, again, another uh, important thing with Navy is, you know, leaned on Navy in the points. I laid off because I felt like I didn't get a good number. Obviously, they lose by four and cover anyway. But the whole point being late action, you saw Navy get all the way down to 11.5. So when it's just consistent and never lets up, that kind of tells you that uh, pros still like it even though it's moving. But I would put Army in that Navy spot as, uh, for yesterday. I lean Army here. Um, you know, they opened as high as getting 11.5. They're all the way down now to plus seven and a half. When I did morning bets this morning, they were getting eight and a half. So line continues to move here toward army. Uh, They're kind of a, a, almost not a double digit dog, but a more than a touchdown dog in a low total game here. Total in this one is 44. Now I am going to be going uh, with the under in this one. This is a play that I made uh, earlier today. I got under 44 and a half. Now kind of my angle here with this under uh, for a couple different reasons. One is the line movement. Uh, This total opened as high as 47 for Army and UTSA. And now we've seen this line get all the way down to 44. I see one shot maybe even going to 43 and a half. So it's a great angle, you know, or you're feeling great about this one. If you got the early under 44 and a half with me this morning, you love the fact this is getting down to 44, 43 and a half. Again, not great if you didn't play it yet, but this just kind of screams under to me. The under is only getting around half the tickets, but almost 80% of the money. And the other angle here is, Uh, a running team or basically a uh, military academy under. Now it came up a little short yesterday as it went just over the total. Uh, But again, I will die on the hill of taking military academy unders because you run the ball a lot. You chew up the clock. It typically leads to lower scoring games. Um, And also you got this reverse line movement public over or pretty much split yet. This line is dropping Uh, both teams run the ball a ton. It's not just army who averages almost 230 yards a game. It's UTSA as well. They're averaging 183 yards on the ground uh, and then also wanted to give a shout out here to my buddy adam burke who had a good write-up on this game as well uh he was looking at the last game where utsa only uh, allowed 4.4 4 yards per play but only themselves generated 4.7 yards per play so utsa uh kind of on a um you know a little bit of a you know good defense bad offense start to the season here so with this line moving to army you're making me pick a side i'll take the points with army but my only official bet here guys is the under I got under 44 and a half. If you're playing it now, make sure you at least can get that 44, but again, good consistent movement here toward that under. And then same thing here for tonight, Utah state and air force. I'm playing another under guys. Uh, if you look at the matchup here now, it's been back and forth, you know, air force open laying nine and a half ish. They got down to uh, some shops down to nine. Now it's back up to nine and a half. So I don't really want any part of this side, but I am going to play this under again, another military Academy with air force, but another really sharp bet split—only 48% bets, but 63% of the money is on the under. Uh, and then also, you've seen this total fall it was 47 down to 46 and a half. I got the under 46 and a half here this morning. Uh, it's now down to 45 and a half. So again, another gift and a curse. Good sign that this line is moving in our direction from the side we identified this morning. Not great if you haven't played it yet because you're not getting the best of the number anymore. So purposes of the pod, you know, we'll look at an under 45 and a half. But a really good bet split. Um, 52% bets, 64% money, uh, and then if you look at kind of how these teams have fared thus far, Utah State and Air Force, uh, another uh, great point by Adam Burke, but in the last game for Air, Air Force, who ha- does the option, you know, basically running the ball a ton, uh, by the way, number one, Air, Utah State is kind of used to the option. They've seen it quite a bit, so hopefully that will limit, you know, these uh, breakaway runs. That was the thing that killed us last night with that Amy Amy, Navy game, I should say. There was a running back, I forgot his name, but he busted off like two different like 80-yard runs, uh, which uh, killed our underplay. But anyway, Air Force, um, they, again, Sam Houston State last week, they only registered 253 yards of offense and only allowed 80 yards on defense, and they only threw the ball six times. So I think their thought process here is run the ball, chew the clock. Uh, Utah State here is obviously the dog getting nine and a half. But this is another military academy under. Also the altitude, you know, Air Force is used to it. Utah State, not so much. Uh, But that's my angle here, guys. We had a a, a military academy under last night, came up just short. Uh, But I'm going to take advantage of both of these tonight. And we're getting some good closing line value because, again, both numbers are dropping. Again, not great if you haven't bet it yet, but good sign here that they continue to be sharp even though the line is dipping. So I'm on Army under. Uh, I got Army under uh, earlier today at 44 and a half, and I'm I'm on uh, Air Force under 46 and a half. Uh, now to a couple MLB games here for tonight, and then we'll take our break and come back and do uh, our weekend card here. Uh, but only two games for me. Uh, one, I'm on the Texas Rangers. Uh, seen a pretty good move here in favor of Texas. They're on the road at Cleveland. Um, this is kind of a good angle for Texas from a motivational standpoint pitching matchup and they're better bats as well but texas opened around minus 115 at cleveland now they're up to minus 120 some shops inching further to minus 125 uh, texas is red hot they've won six straight games they're very streaky they're awesome you know for much of the year and then they kind of struggled for a bit now they're hot again they're 82 and 64 cleveland meanwhile three and seven their last 10 kind of the writing's on the wall they're not going to make the postseason they're 69 and 78 overall uh, but the pitching matchup Hopefully, again, favors Texas. They're going with John Gray, who's 8-7 and seven with a 3.96 ERA. He'll be opposed by Lucas Giolito. I want to bet against Giolito. He's played for three teams this year. He's 7-13 and 13 with a 4.89 ERA. But aside from the line move toward Texas, again, minus 115, up, up to around minus 120, you have better bats for the Rangers. They're hitting 267 versus 248 for Cleveland. They'd also be that classic non-division road favorite off a of win system play at 60% this season. Texas is 3-0 and head-to-head against Cleveland this year, so hopefully that continues. And then also uh, these two pitchers, John Gray, in his last seven starts, Texas is 5-2 and two in those games. And poor Giolito, his last 12 starts, his teams that, he've, that he's played for have gone 1-11, and he has an ERA of almost 12 in two starts with Cleveland, so hoping the bats of Texas get to Giolito. And again, the motivational angle here is Texas, who's won six straight, uh, they're only a half game back of Houston to win the AL West. Meanwhile, Cleveland is eight games back in the AL Central, and time's running out. They're probably not going to make the postseason here. So you add it all up, guys. We got some good movement toward Texas, on paper at least, pitching advantage, better bats, uh, good line move, as well as the motivational spot. So I'm going Rangers, baby. Give me the Rangers. I got them at minus 120. And then my only other bet here for tonight, guys, going with the Minnesota Twinkies, baby. Twinkies are on the road at the Chicago White Sox. Uh, pitching matchup here is Bailey Ober, 6-6, six six, 3.67 ERA against Jesse Schultons, who's 1-8 with a 4.44 ERA. But a couple reasons like Minnesota here. They open minus 165. They're up to minus 175. So good, sharp steam in their direction. Tells me that 10 cent of steam indicator, big money in their favor. Uh, also, they have a couple other advantages here. Number one, they've head-to-head done very well against the White Sox. They're 7-3. and three, So they've won 7 of 10 games against Chicago. Now, both teams are about even hitting-wise. They're both hitting around 240, but a much better team ERA for Minnesota, 3.91 versus 4.91. And Ober's been pretty good much pretty much consistently all year, but Schultons, his last 12 starts, the White Sox are 2-10 in those games. And in two September starts, he has an ERA of 8.5. So I want to bet against Schultons. I want to back Minnesota. And, again, uh, this is a uh, kind of a motivational angle where White Sox, they've officially been eliminated from playoff contention. Minnesota, meanwhile – They're fighting for that AL Central crown. They're up eight games over Cleveland, most likely going to get it here, but they have reason to play well uh, as they uh, look to win that division. So I think kind of the other thing with baseball is, you know, it is a little bit erratic here. I think on the one hand, it's a great way. It's a great kind of time to continue betting baseball because of these motivational spots. But I, I have noticed over the last, I would say, maybe since football started, it's been a little erratic here, a little unpredictable. So you know, it's a 15-game 15 15 slate here. Typically, I would have, you know, five, six MLB bets. I'm trying to just hone in on a couple here, trying to go 2-0 uh, with Texas and with Minnesota. I'm on Minnesota at minus 175. So that about does it here. For the first half of the pod, just ran through our sweats for tonight. But it's not just about tonight, guys. On a Friday pod, you know we got to get ready for the weekend. So I got a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of college football for you. Six bets that I'll be sweating for tomorrow. I got six uh, NFL bets as well, including another one that I added here today, uh, as well as a couple in college I added today. And then let's finish up with a little bit of biting in the arena. And when I show you the bet split for this match, uh, your eyes might pop out of your head because it is so lopsided, yet the line's going to the guy who's only getting 13% of bets. I'll tell you who that is when we return on episode 903 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. With me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back.
3: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
2: Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that also means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 903 of the Vison Market Insights pod. A massive hit. Backdoor cover. That backdoor was wide open, and Kirk Cousins came right through, which you love to see. Uh, probably shouldn't have been that close. Uh, if Justin Jefferson's touchdown wasn't uh, you know, a touchback there, fumbling it out of the end zone. Uh, but the importance of shopping around, getting hooks, getting the best number, uh, you're never going to find a better example of that than last night. If you got a late plus six, you push Minnesota. If you jumped on the hook on the pod, uh, we got a we got a winner there with the hook. And also mention, you know, again, I'm not a fan of buying points just in general. Typically, you know, you're gonna have to pay a big price, and they're not gonna be as worth it as you think in the long run. But if you're ever gonna buy points, do it around hooks and do it when a side is really juiced up. So, for example, um, if you couldn't get a, if a book when you just logged in all your apps, you couldn't get a six and a half. Well, I'm sure there were a few books definitely out there that were like plus six. Um, you know, at uh, at even money, so plus six at plus a hundred or minus a hundred. Well, you could buy it up to the six and a half and only get it to around minus one twenty. So again, those are the only situations where I buy points. Uh, but it's great to see uh, a big winner there with the hook with the Vikings last night. So let's start off with college uh, tonight. I'm on the Army under and the Air Force under. Now looking at our games here for this weekend. So these are games that I already have in pocket and a couple that I've already added. So first one, Florida give me the Gators, baby. I got the Gators at plus six and a half. Now this one's tough because it's getting, it's uh, again good thing. It's going in our direction, but it's now down to six. And I see some books going down to five and a half. So at least try to get that six. I know that's still available here, uh, but a really sharp move. Everybody and their mothers on Tennessee. This is the most heavily bet game of the weekend. Currently 80% of bets are on Tennessee, but Tennessee open lane seven and a half lines now down to six, even five and a half at some shop. So Again, I think Thursdays, guys, those are going to be our new days to put in some of these numbers. I feel like Thursday's the day to, uh, to bet some games because oftentimes, again, you'll see movement on Friday and going up to, to game day, obviously. So importance here is, you know, listen to the Thursday pod. We talked about Gators plus 6.5 yesterday, now down to 6 or 5.5. But only 20% bets, sharp reverse line movement. If the public's all over Tennessee, why is this line dropping to Florida? Why are the odds makers handing out an even better number, easier time, for the public to cover with the Vols because smart money here is on the Gators. That's my answer. Uh, and also would be unranked versus ranked. Florida's unranked. Tennessee is number 11. Contrain in the most heavily bet game of the day. I'm going Florida, guys, plus six and a half. Uh, next one that I am uh, monitoring, I'm really trying to hold out for a plus 10. If not, I'll take the nine and a half. But I got to take Mississippi State here, guys. They're at home against LSU. They're only getting 32% of bets. But this game was pretty much uh, on LSU laying 10 for much of the week. And now you're down to nine and a half. Every time it gets to 10, there's a lot of sharp buyback Mississippi state, bring it back down to nine and a half. So again, shop around. I don't really see any tens out there, but this could be a spot where again, you hold out hope to get the key number of 10. If you don't, you get the nine and a half, but that's another really sharp contrarian unranked versus ranked opportunity. So on Mississippi state, Uh, this is one that I just added today, Missouri or Missouri. I should say Mizzou. Give me Missouri guys. They're at home against Kansas state. This one really jumped out to me based on super contrarian line move. Uh, this game opened with uh, with Kansas State laying 5.5 on the road. Now this line is down to 4. I see some books even down to 3.5, so a ton of movement here on Missouri. Uh, with A lot of sharp action here hitting Mizzou. They're only getting 10% of bets. This is the most lopsided game of the week, guys. Only uh, 10% of bets on Mizzou, 90% of bets on K-State, yet Wise Line falling in favor of the team getting 10%. So even though Kansas State is getting ninety percent of bets, line's falling away from them toward Missouri. Uh, so I jumped on Mizzou at plus four. Uh, the other one that I already have in pocket is Ohio. Ohio is at home against Iowa State. Hopefully, listen to yesterday's pod because we jumped on Ohio at plus three and a half. You're starting to see those three and a halfs get down to three. You can shop around or buy the half point if you're at a juiced uh, juice down number here for Ohio. Uh, but that's a public Iowa State line going to Ohio. They're only getting sixteen percent of bets yet the line's going in their direction. So I'm on Ohio at plus three and a half. Uh, And then also on uh, on Buffalo, very similar here. Got Buffalo three and a half with the hook yesterday. I'm loving the fact that it's getting down to three. Again, if you like Buffalo, shop around and make sure you can get that hook. But everyone's on Liberty, yet line's going to Buffalo. Only 35% bets, but 52% of the money is on Buffalo. And that's an 0-2 team versus a 2-0 team. So I got the hook there with Buffalo. Uh, And then the last one that I just added – which uh, is right up my alley. It's my favorite system match. Dog to fave line move. Give me West Virginia, baby. Haven't said this in a while since college uh, basketball season. But take me home, Country Roads, Shenandoah River. Let's go WVU. Uh, Almost heaven. West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountain. Shenandoah River. Life is old there. Older than the trees. Younger than the mountains. Blowing like the breeze, country roads, take me home to the place. I belong, West Virginia. Please win outright, dog to fave, WVU. So thank you all, thank you all. Golf clap with my excellent voice. I should have been a a singer, just kidding. Uh, West Virginia, dog to fave, baby, at home against Pittsburgh. It's a primetime game. Uh, this was a game that opened Pittsburgh on the road laying two points. Now it's flipped all the way to WVU minus two and a half. So, right off the bat, dog to fave. West Virginia open as a dog. They flipped to a favorite. Now they're laying two and a half. I got WVU on the money line at minus 140. Uh, aside from being dog to fave, they're getting 59% of bets, but 79% of the money. So, that's a plus 20% smart money discrepancy. So, I added WVU on the money line at minus 140. So Gators in the points, Mississippi State in the points, Ohio in the points, Buffalo in the points, Mizzou in the points, and WVU, take me home country roads on the money line. That's what I'll be sweating for tomorrow. Now over to NFL, baby. Uh, A lot of games, of course, we talked about yesterday. And, again, I think Thursdays are going to be a big day to put in a lot of bets, guys. If we see value on a Thursday, remember, I'm off Tuesday, Wednesdays, uh, because I'm working on the weekends now. Uh, But That's a time where, you know, hooks are still out there, and they're probably going to fall if you anticipate the game correctly. Um, so games that, uh, we talked about yesterday and hopefully you jumped on already. Uh, one would be Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jags at home against Kansas city. Uh, good sharp, uh, angle here in favor of, or not sharp. I would call this more of a buyback in a value play. Uh, but a couple reasons to like, uh, the Jaguars in this one getting three and a half. Number one is yesterday. This was painted. What painted means is every book you look at on your live odds page is pretty much the same. So it was painted. Kansas City laying three and a half on the road. Now those three and a halfs are getting down to three. They're really juiced up on the Jag side, plus three and a half, minus 115, minus 120, looking like it's going to get down to three. Uh, this is a really lopsided play. The Jaguars are only getting 29% of bets. I also like the fact that the Jags um, at home as a live dog, really contrarian dog, um, conference dog six or less. Uh, they are now, what, uh, 59% ATS since 2019, but also, I just saw a tweet that both Kelsey and um, uh, who's uh, Jones, their defensive tackle, they're both expected to play. So you would think if they're both playing, this 3.5 would get up to 4, right? No, it actually stayed the same or is falling back down to Jacksonville. So that looks like a live dog to me. I'm on Trevor Lawrence at home, plus 3.5. Uh, also on Vegas Raiders, plus 8.5. That 8.5 is still available out there. Uh, this is a good angle here. Uh, to go Raiders for a couple of reasons. Number one, tickets are 50 50. Public doesn't know what to do. But this game was as high as Buffalo, laying nine and a half. Now it's down to eight and a half. So why is the line moving to Vegas if the tickets are split? Tells me pro money here is on Vegas. Uh, you look at Jimmy G as a dog, 78% ATS in his career, 18 and 5. Road dogs are off to an 8 and 3 ATS start. Jimmy G on the road, 67% ATS. Uh, and the other thing is Jacoby Myers who uh, I still can't believe Belichick let him go and wanted Juju Smith-Schuster uh, in, in, in in his uh, in his place, which I never understand. But anyway, um, you're still seeing that line at 8.5 or even some books maybe get down to 8, even though Jacoby Myers is not expected to play. So that's a good sign here uh, that even though he may not play, it looks like it's not going to make a huge difference. Uh, so I'm on the Vegas Raiders at plus 8.5. I'm also on Baltimore plus 3.5. This one's been moving. Hopefully you jumped on the hook yesterday. Um, because a lot of these plus three and a half Baltimore's are getting down to three, so again shop around. Make sure you can get the hook on this one. Uh, this one does look a little contrarian favorite, uh, contrarian favoritey, if I should say, for Cincinnati. They're only getting forty percent of bets. I don't love that Baltimore's public, but I have so many system matches on Baltimore, and I'm getting the hook. So that's my angle here. Harbaugh as a dog is fifty nine percent ATS in his career. Divisional dogs are fifty seven percent ATS the last three seasons. Uh, what else do I have? Road dogs are 56% ATS since 2018. Uh, let's see short road dog, six or less since 2019 are 61% ATS. And the big one here is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is 10 in one ATS and 91% in his career as a dog. So even though I'm a slightly public here with Baltimore, I don't love that. I got a lot of system matches and if I'm getting three and a half with Baltimore, I feel like I'm getting the best of the number. So I'm on Baltimore plus three and a half. Uh, also on the Patriots, Mentioned the Pats yesterday, plus three. It's a key number at home in a primetime spot, and it's incredibly lopsided. Patriots only getting 22% of bets, but that would be a primetime dog. Uh, Again, primetime dogs last four years, 59% ATS. Divisional dog angle, 57% ATS uh, the last three seasons, uh, as well as a contrarian heavily bet primetime spot. So I like this angle for New England, and I want to see this game get down to two and a half. Um, that'll be an indication that the three is really crucial here, but key number of three Mac Jones. It's also kind of a tough spot for Miami. They opened their, uh, their season on the road in California, then came home to Miami. Now has to come up to new England. So two straight road games, a lot of travel Patriots opened at home and they're still at home. And, uh, they're kind of that desperate angle of being zero and one versus a one and O team. So like the Patriots plus three took the points in that one. Uh, and then also Tennessee, Hopefully you jumped on this one from yesterday because got Tennessee plus three. Looks like this line is getting down to two and a half. Uh, This was pretty much three all week, but now it's really juiced up toward Tennessee plus three minus 120. A lot of these books are getting down to two and a half. So if you didn't bet it yet, you don't have much time here. looks like it's getting down to two and a half. Remember always be on, on or off a key number, depending on what side you like. If you're on a dog, get the hook, get the key number. Um, Tennessee though, a couple good angles here. Two winless teams take the dog, 65% ATS. Over the last decade or so, Mike Vrabel as a dog is 62% ATS. Also also some injuries for the Chargers. Uh, Chargers uh, are dealing with an Austin Eckler injury. He's questionable. Also, I think uh, Bosa might have missed practice, although he may play. And it's also kind of tough, a West Coast team going east for a 1 o'clock game. Kind of screwy on the body clock there. So I took Tennessee plus 3. And then here's the one other bet that I added. It's just so contrarian. And there's injuries and the lines going toward this team. I gotta play it. Give me the Atlanta Falcons, baby. I'm an over eight and a half Falcons uh win total uh holder here, ticket holder. They had a win there in game one. They're at home against Green Bay. This one's been all over the place. The lookhead was Atlanta like laying one and a half. It flipped at one point all the way to Green Bay, minus one and a half. But over the last 24-48 hours, it's all been Atlanta money. Atlanta's flipped back to a one and a half point home favorite. Some books are even at minus two. Atlanta's really contrarian. They're only getting 27% of bets, but almost half the money. The late action is in their favor. And Green Bay's got some injuries. Aaron Jones, uh, Watson, the wide receiver, Quay Walker, the linebacker, Bakhtiari, uh, the offensive lineman, I feel like he's always hurt. He can definitely chug a beer, though. Uh, but all those guys are questionable. So maybe that's part of the move back to Atlanta. Uh, but late movement, only getting 27%. Public is all over Green Bay, but lines go into the Falcons. I'm going Falcons here, guys. Remember, Green Bay is also second game uh, of the season, both on the road, Atlanta, both at home. Kind of that same Patriots angle would match with the Falcons. So I'm on the Falcons' money line. Reminder, don't mess around, or at least my recommendation would be don't mess around. Laying a one and a half or a two, Atlanta wins by one, you lose your bet. Just go money line here. This is money line, minus 125. Let's go Mike Pritchard's team, my old uh, co-host on Betting Cross America. Uh, Falcons, minus 125. Then, to finish up the pod, guys, I got one more sweat for you. This is the busy time of the year. We got football back, pro and college. Before you know it, hockey will be back. Can't wait to sweat hockey, NBA, college basketball. Uh, but don't, don't forget about UFC. The thing I love about UFC is it's kind of like football. It's only once a week, and we get to be very selective here, looking for games that fit our model. So if you are new to betting uh, UFC, I'll tell you right off the bat, it is the most intense sweat you'll ever have. Because it is so violent, so insane, the spectacle of it is incredible. But also, you know, you could uh, win or lose either way. Get knocked out or knock the other guy out literally at any time. So it's just an unreal sweat. But I have a very simple model. Uh, I want to incorporate the betting data with the physical attributes. So I want a, a fighter who is younger, taller, has a longer reach, and also has the line moving in their direction as well as a hopefully low bets, higher dollar bet split. Um, so I found one fighter that, that kind of fit the model here. doesn't check off every box, but it's so sharp, so contrarian. I got to make a play on this game or on this bout here. Uh, so it is a big fight between JDM, Jack Della Maddalena, and Kevin Holland. And I am going with JDM, baby. Give me Jack Della Maddalena. He is my play here. I got him at minus 150 on the money line. A uh, couple reasons to like Jack Della Maddalena. Uh, Number one is a massive line move. This is pretty much a dog-to-fave line move. It was like a pick'em at the open. Both both guys were minus 110. Even saw maybe Holland a slight favorite. Well, it's flipped all the way to JDM at minus 150. So a huge, you know, 40, 50-cent steam move in favor of JDM. And what's super notable about that is that the public is all over Holland. Holland is getting 87% of bets at BetMGM, 87%. So if 87% of bets are on Holland, why the heck is this line going so bigly to Jack uh, Della Maddalena? Uh, Tells me smart money is all over Maddalena. Publics on Holland. Remember, trendy dogs, we like to bet against them. So that is as trendy as it gets, a dog getting 87% of tickets. Um, The other thing with Maddalena, only 13% of bets, but nearly half the money. So pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Super sharp RLM. Again, only 13%, yet the line's moving in his favor. Now, he, that's what I love about the data. He is younger. He's 27 years old, and Holland is 30, so a three-year youth advantage. But he's not taller. He's 5'11". Holland is 6'2". I don't love that. And he's got a 73-inch reach. Holland has an 81-inch reach. So Holland does have the height, and he does have the reach. But JDM has the youth. He's super contrarian, has a really sharp line move, and we have an insanely trendy dog. If everyone's betting Holland, 87%, you know, it was a pick em. Why aren't all the books giving you plus one twenty on Holland? Plus one thirty. Tells me smart money is on JDM. I was also doing some research on this bout. JDM is interesting because um, his stance is basically he's like a switch hitter. He is both Orthodox and Southpaw. So kind of any situation, um, his stance is kind of an advantage being able to strike from either position. And then also significant strikes per minute. This is important because if it goes to a um, you know, it goes to a, a judge's scorecard, they'll lean a lot on you know, strikes, overall strikes. Uh, JDM is landing significant strikes per minute 7.27 versus 4.11 for Holland. So he's more offensive. And then also defending significant strikes, he's 69%. Holland is 52%. So you add it all up here, guys. We have a massive, massive trendy dog with Holland. Yet we have a super sharp JDM play. Lines going in his favor. Only getting 13% of bets, but a pick him now to minus 150. Uh, give me the switch. Not switch hitter, uh, switch stance uh, biter. How about that uh, with JDM? So I'm on Jack Della Maddalena at minus 150. That's what I'll be sweating tomorrow night. Woo! We did it, guys. We did it. Uh, we hit on college football, NFL, UFC, baseball. Today, tomorrow, we did it all. So always a big pod on a Friday. Uh, but reminder: reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, uh, if it helped you with the hook yesterday on the Vikings and you're able to cash – If the pod, again, I don't expect you guys to play every single game that I mention. I personally do, just so you know. Uh, But uh, has the pod become a part of your handicap, a staple of your day? Do you tune in and maybe pick out one thing here or there? Or you have your card ready to go and you compare it to what I have. You look for overlap. Whatever the case may be, first off, thank you for tuning in. Also, if I could request a small favor, can you guys help me get some more likes, some five-star reviews on both the Morning Bets and Market Insights pod? That would really mean a lot to me. Um, but also if you've enjoyed the pod, it's helped you win some bets, make my day, make me happy. Let me know. You appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena on a daily basis. Uh, go buy my book, go to amazon.com, type in the everything guide to sports betting. That's my baby. If you want to learn more about sharp data-driven contrarian betting, that's the blueprint. I put everything I've learned into that book. Uh, and it's got you uh, a lot of info on how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you already bought one, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I owe you a beer next time I see you at the book. Um, And then, of course, my parting words, as always, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston or Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield or out in New York, where the uh, handle records get uh, new set, set new records every month in the Empire State, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, the Mandalay Bay, or the Superbook, my two other favorite books anytime I visit Vegas. You're going to walk up to me, and you're going to show me a sharp-as-attack Contrarian, huge RLM, injury-based system match play, on the Minnesota Vikings, baby. And you're going to show me. You know how sharp you are? You're going to show me a plus 6.5. It closed at 6, but we got a 6.5, baby, and that was the difference between a win and a push. So flash me that Vikings ticket. First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So wish you the best of luck, everyone. Reminder, uh, I will be pumping out the Morning Bets pod on Saturday and Sunday morning, so stay tuned uh, for that. Uh, and I will be on the Sweat. Uh, both uh, Saturday and Sundays as well. So you can tune in. It'll be VSon.com streamed live on the website uh, as well as on the radio, and I'll tweet it out. Uh, DraftKings will uh, post it live on Twitter also. So wake up tomorrow morning and Sunday morning uh, with myself as well as a couple of my favorite guys at DraftKings, uh, Steve Buchanan and uh, and, and Julian Edlow. Uh, unfortunately, Emerson, our guy, he's off this weekend. Uh, going up to Stowe for, a I believe, a uh, beer fest with, with his, uh, his wife, whose birthday is this weekend. So I'm going to miss Emerson. But I can't wait to sweat games and get the table set for you guys or with you all tomorrow morning on the sweat. Uh, But my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. Uh, But if we can play that long game and consistently get down on games that fit our model, check off multiple boxes against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get hooks and get some CLV then we're going to be successful sports bettors long-term, guys. Uh, So enjoy the sweats. I'll see you tomorrow morning for Morning Bets. I'll see you on uh, Saturday and Sunday for the sweat. Uh, But I wish you all the best of luck. Enjoy NFL Week 2. Enjoy College Week 3. And let's see if our boy JDM can come through for us in biting tomorrow night. Uh, But have a great weekend, everyone. Good luck. I'll see you tomorrow morning.
3: Zumo Play.